From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, April 18th. Back in the fall, just days before the general election, Utah lawmakers announced they were looking into concerns over special interests and the conduct of elected officials in both Grand and San Juan counties. It was a legislative audit, and its existence was used as a political talking point in that election and throughout the 2023 legislative session. Now the results are in, and Utah's legislative auditors do make recommendations for San Juan County, not for Grant. The auditors themselves really didn't show any, I mean, they were, they seemed as surprised as we were that we were being audited. Grand County Commission Chair Jacques Hadler In their review, auditors interviewed Grand's commissioners and staff about Open and Public Meetings Act policies. County staff say they provided conflict of interest forms, disclosure statements, special meeting agendas, and a list of closed sessions. Throughout this process, it seemed to Hadler like the auditors were baffled as to why they were tasked with looking into Grand County. You know, there's no direction to them as to as to what we were being audited on, and they didn't find anything. And then it kind of finished with a whimper with very, very little fanfare. So I think it's good for the people of Grand County to know that their county government is very much above board. I'm keenly aware that individuals and entities and organizations are innocent until proven guilty. But I am also aware that the whiff of an inquiry or an investigation or legislative audit in this case can bring sort of an association of wrongdoing. And um, you sent an email to local media that, in your opinion, this suggestion of wrongdoing affected Grand County during the legislative session. So do you mind expanding on that? You're right. I mean, this is America and we are innocent until proven guilty. But it did definitely, I think, cast a cloud of suspicion over the county. And then when we did go to the legislature this year, mostly to lobby against HB 416 and for various other things, we talked to um, many legislators and and at least twice to my memory, maybe a couple more times, um, they brought up the fact that, that well, you guys are, are under audit right now, um, you know, and use that as kind of ammunition that, that it just felt like they were kind of assuming that we were doing something shady or underhanded in those discussions. I, I definitely think that it affected um, our lobbying efforts. Just to underscore, does that, in your opinion, relate to HB 416, which affected Grand County's use of transient room tax revenue, basically prematurely ending some of the county's economic diversification efforts? Yes, that's right. You know, you've also said that for Grand County, at least, the audit seems to be a bit of a witch hunt and a smokescreen. Anything else to say on that point? Yeah, it did. I mean, the fact that they kind of lumped it in with San Juan County, and I think there were some um, obvious things there that had been in the news that we were we were kind of lumped in with that and kind of thrown under that cloud of suspicion. Um, and the fact that it did come out right before our election, I think it was a week or eight days before the election, and then through the legislative session, it definitely seemed like it was a bit punitive. I think I think many of us felt that way. You know, why why do you think Grand County was even implicated in this audit when most of the public issues were about San Juan County? Grand County has been obviously we're not I don't think we're very popular with the legislature and we've incurred the wrath of the legislature for any number of things. You know, just it just 
it just feels like they're a little meddlesome, you know, for all the talk in Utah about uh, local control and whatnot. And I think that's all good and dandy until the locals who want control have differing opinions with those who, you know, do the legislating or want some of the control. This just felt like a just more of the legislature getting in in our business and uh, and and. It also, honestly, it kind of felt like a like a shot across the bow too. Like like you guys better watch yourself. You know, importantly, I want to mention that the results of this audit, like I said earlier, barely mentioned Grand County. The only mention of Grand County is actually for San Juan County to take Grand as an example when it comes to Grand's disclosure policy, which was written in 2019. So, you know, what do you make of that? Yeah, you know, I wish I wish they'd have put more about Grand County and in the audit or even in the title and just let, let folks know that we passed with flying colors. They didn't find anything. There's like no mention of any, any untoward behavior from anybody in Grand County. And we do, I think we do have exemplary disclosure policies. You know, we, we ask all commissioners or public officials at our meetings to disclose anything, any business they have or whatever that might pertain to any of the action items. And we, and we do that. Uh, we have to fill out a disclosure statement at the start of every year, you know, and, a new one and get it notarized. So I think we're, I think we're very above board and it was nice to be mentioned that San Juan County should take up some of our policies, but I would have liked to have seen more kind of about Grand County's just lack of any, anything to audit. Really. It was, it was very vindicating that they didn't find anything and, and it wasn't a surprise to any of us. Um, but just kind of letting that be known a little bit louder would have been nice. Thank you, Jacques. Um, anything else on your mind when it comes to the audit, its results, or the politics around it? Like I said earlier, I think it's just another case of Grand County kind of sticking out in, in Utah. And uh, I, I just want to say that I feel very good about, about all our policies. I think I think we do a very good job of keeping everything out in the open. And we have, you know, we have two citizens to be heard sessions at every meeting. And we really do everything we can to keep everything above board and to involve the public and create a open environment for, for us to make our ordinances and, and kind of facilitate public engagement. Jacques Hadler chair of the Grand County Commission, speaking about the results of a recent legislative audit. So if Grand County wasn't the focus of this audit, what was? Emails between two now former San Juan County commissioners and an outside pro bono lawyer. This correspondence made public this fall created concern that commissioners Willie Gray Eyes and Kenneth Maryboy violated the Open and Public Meetings Act by getting advice from this lawyer on county business and county resolutions. The audit did not find that these commissioners conclusively violated the Open and Public Meetings Act, but auditors did say their actions increased the risk of violating the statute and overall decreased transparency in San Juan County. They recommended San Juan's commissioners do a few things moving forward. One, disclose potential conflicts of interest on an annual and per-meeting basis. And two, disclose pro bono legal services that might be acquired related to commission and county business. We appreciated the auditors and the good job that they did and want to thank them for uh, looking into such a complex uh, issue. San Juan County Commissioner Bruce Adams speaking before the Utah Legislative Audit Subcommittee last week. We intend to implement every recommendation that they made in the audit. 
But a letter from San Juan County's commission to the Utah State Legislature goes even further. San Juan's commission is newly seated, made up of three members of the Republican Party. In their letter, they accuse former commissioners and Democrats, Gray Eyes and Mary Boy, of doing deliberate favors for special interest groups. They also accuse the former commissioners of causing San Juan to lose qualified employees and of lowering morale. The newly seated commission is requesting further investigation. With some of the recommendations that we've made in our letter, we think that would help solve some of the ongoing and future problems that could could happen with not not only our commission, but with with other rural commissions. When the audit was announced in the fall, discussions emerged about why Gray Eyes and Mary Boy might have sought outside counsel in the first place. There were allegations that some at the county level were undermining their effectiveness as elected leaders. And there was the issue of a former county clerk seeking to boot Gray Eyes from the ballot when he first ran for election. Legislative Audit Subcommittee member Angela Romero brought up the culture of mistrust in San Juan County. I think in order to understand this audit, we have to understand the culture of San Juan and the things that have happened in San Juan and the mistrust from communities of color, specifically our Native American community, which is a big population out there. So I I think it's fair when I'm reading this that there's a reason why maybe this dysfunction is happening and we can't just put it on these two commissioners because we have to look at the overall institution and the structure of San Juan. So, like, I understand why we're, we're reviewing this audit, but are we looking at the overall dynamics of the government and the way the system works out there? Because it's a very hostile environment, depending on who you ask. In their letter to the Utah legislature, San Juan's commissioners place some of the burden of rectifying distrust in local elected officials on the state. They say local citizens should not bear the burden of elected leaders who, quote, choose not to follow state statute. And they go on to say that strengthening Open and Public Meetings Act policies should happen on a state, not county, level. The Grand County Commission meets today. Maggie McGuire of the Moab Sun News looks at what's ahead. On the agenda for this week's Grand County Commission meeting, upcoming events will be discussed. There's a quarterly review of special event permits, and grants for 2023 community events will be approved. Commissioners will also discuss the future for the Moab to Monument Valley Film Commission including a possible collaborative agreement with the newly formed Red Cliffs Foundation to manage the 75-year-old commission. Grand County Commission meetings are held on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 4 p.m. and streamed online on the Grand County, Utah YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, April 18th. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. 